the six. Back out it goes. Good opportunity for Chicago. Chicago takes the one nothing lead. Actually, wait a minute. Stop everything. We're going to do it again. Referee gives the go-ahead. Akam fires on the other side, and he scores! The other way. Akam, plenty of room and plenty of time now. Steres defending. It'll come to Nikolic. Out comes the goalkeeper. He scores! And it's 2-0 Chicago on the counterattack. Here's the corner, Alessandrini playing into the area, the header towards the back post, he scores! Daniel Steres breathes some life into this Galaxy team, cutting the deficit in half. It is now 2-1 Chicago. Alessandrini plays it in, the header scores! Romita Santos, and it's the back of the net! 2-2! We became a team tonight. That's uh, that's the Galaxy team that you'll see moving forward. Um, I think it was a galvanizing moment for our group. Um, we've been through a lot already, and um, it was it was a pretty darn good second half. And I told them at halftime that I felt like if we just got one goal, the second would come, and we'd have an opportunity to turn this into a possibly three points. But at a minimum, we're walking out of here with one. And uh, that's what we did. Yes, I am alive. Alive and well. And doing well. Yes, sir. <laughs> Mary Jane. Um, we f***ed up pretty bad today. Yeah. <laughs> so, welcome to the Riot Squadcast. My name is Ed Rodriguez, joined by my best friend in the world, Chris Rocco Tucker. How you doing, sir? I'm well. I don't think I'm your best friend in the world. Matthew Ellison is your best friend. Yeah. <laughs> in the world. Yeah, well, I mean, so... Um, Rookie mistake on my part That's this what, weekend. Yeah. Well, hold on. Let me, if you don't mind. No, yeah, go ahead. What was going through your head <laughs> when you arrived to the stadium? Did Ooh. you have? Did you have any? Um, so sorry if you if you didn't know, Ed went to um our our last home game against the Chicago Fire. Uh, I'm not sure he made it out, but he was there. He he showed up and then he made some. My body, my body was present. Your body. Your body was alive. Yeah. The the brain just went to sleep. Yeah. Well, yeah. Pretty hard. Yeah. Pretty. Your brain took a 
three or four Xanax pills and oh boy just and in the former Xanax you're talking about tequila tequila and and, and well that's the thing you bourbon. don't remember how you got there so uh, if you don't mind if I can walk you through what happened because so I arrived late I arrived at about 6 15 6 20 ish uh, <laughs> I arrived about 6 15 6 20 and Ed was uh, was working on the grill, right? Yep. Uh, working on the grill, uh, cooking for people, which, you know, thank you, of course. And uh, as soon as I walk in, he hands me a little cup of Jim Beam. Had about two shots in it. Yours had noticeably more. Uh, one swallow, gone. Ed just took about two, three shots down real quick. We're, we're going to try to get through all this so that we can get back to the galaxy. But the demand for people wanting to talk about you and Saturday is is just too large. Um, and so the first thing he, he does when he sees me is uh, takes down a let's be gen- let's be conservative and say it's a triple shot of Jim Beam. Uh, boom. Gone. And so I turn to go talk to someone and then I look back and I see you doing shots of Jim Beam again. So now that he's got, you know, again, let's be conservative and let's put you at about five. Just from since I've been there at 615, 620. Hold on. I, I, Ed's looking at me. I'm, I'm he's just, looking at me as if he has no clue. No, what I know. I, I know up to this point. Okay. I, I remember up to this point. Okay. So I see yeah. you you take down that, that double shot being, you know, conservative again. Then I leave to talk to uh, another listener who bestowed me with glorious weed again. Um, but this time he also handed me a bag of gummy edibles. Uh, I'm okay talking about this. I'm not going to get you in trouble or fired um, or anything. I don't think anyone's going to post about that. No one's oh, going to care? Yeah, okay. We're, we're good. So as I'm walking back, I show Ed. I said, hey, look, you know, listener gave me, a, uh, we'll call him listener C, gave me uh, some, some beautiful weed and some, uh, some edibles. Ed goes, hey, can I have one? And I get I get really happy at this point. <laughs> Which I mean, let's be fair. I, I probably haven't haven't had an experience with weed in like six years. So, would you would it be safe to say you had zero THC in your body? Absolutely. Okay. So I mean, being around you, you could probably get a, a little, little bit. Contact. But I mean, yeah. Just, we did but, high five earlier. Yeah, and I just transferred through the pores. Uh, so I hand him one, and he he grabs it in his hand, and a little gummy worm. Um, little gummy worm and then someone walks up and hands you a shot of Jameson to which you knock back and then put the glass forward again for another shot of Jameson Ooh, I don't remember Ooh. so so which is good because now we know you're already blacked out or at least you're brown you're brown yeah, you remember some yeah. Yeah, yeah he has killed the the two shots of Jameson the we're gonna guess five shots of Jim Beam I mean that's conservative which is putting you at seven at 620 after I got there, so I'm assuming you've had some beers or something. Uh, yeah, I think I had like a. I was uh, working on talk and. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. And so he's now in, immediately with the biggest smile I've ever seen on his face, ingests his edible, uh, to which I walk up to him and say, "Hey, uh, just so you know, listener C works in the industry, so the the level of that edible might be a little high, um, because the only thing that he he enjoys and carries is uh, top shelf." Right. And Ed goes, I swear to you, Ed looks me dead in the face. And if you, if you know Ed, you know, he's got that big smile. He gets a full wide smile and he goes, oh, 
So as I as I go back to the party and I you know saying hi to people, talking to pregame the whole usual, uh, I, I I lose sight of Ed for a little bit and then I have a couple beers, and I turn back and Ed has the biggest smile ever. I think someone told you bad news and you still looked happy. You were dancing, you were clapping your hands and moving like a like a little Ewok. Ed was at this point as far gone as I've ever seen. And that's when the random fan walked up with a gigantic bottle of tequila. I, this I don't remember. You you mentioned tequila, and I was like, I that, I don't remember. Someone has all. a picture of this bottle because it's it's huge, a gigantic bottle of tequila, to which you quickly turn upside down, take three four gulps off of gulps, not shots, <laughs> not sips. You take three or four fucking heavy gulps, drags off of this thing, and that's that's. That's the night. No, that's the pregame, because then you got inside the stadium, and we had to carry you inside, and you sat down on the bleachers. This is after you insisted on drumming, and then you threw the drumstick away. Uh, then you sat I down. threw the drumstick? Hmm. Uh, then you sat down. That's I don't like that. Yeah. Then you sat down on the bleacher, and Matt took care of you, and Thanks, then Matt. you were visited by my favorite dinosaur in all the world, the Yakasaurus Rex. Oh, yeah. As you fucking- So I, that's the only part of the night after- <laughs> By the way, again, I said rookie mistake. Yes, yes. Um, drinking on an empty stomach. You know, um, you you made a couple rookie mistakes that night. You made you made more. You know, you're what eleven shots in. Yeah, that 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 was very bad. Yeah, go ahead, producer Ben. <laughs> oh well. We'll vamp. Do, 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 um, no, but yeah. Uh, all right, uh, I'm go on ahead. air. Okay, um, just one question, Ed. Yeah. Do you remember me coming and hanging out with you, like? The entire halftime. Nope. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good. All right. That's all. You had a uh... because actually I was there as Yakasaurus came and visited you. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. So I mean, Matt. Matt took care of you. Matthew Alisana. Matt's uh, a good dude. I love you, Matt. Matthew took Thank care you. of you. I owe you something. Gilbert, I owe you like a, a dinner or something. Gilbert did partial capoing so he could take care of you. Fuck you, Gilbert. I don't care about Gilbert. <laughs> I mean, I love you, Gilbert. And my favorite part is your baby sister, who came to the game. Stood next to you with her hand on your shoulder for ninety minutes. Oh, I know she's good. She's she, good and, and drove me home. She's a she's a good girl. Yeah, I love you. Love you, you Leslie. She she doesn't listen to this, so it's all good. You were very combative uh, getting into the car. You uh, you disagreed often, but luckily Matthew Alisana, who has been there for me in blackout moments, was there for you and took care of you and made sure you got in the car safe. Uh, Gilbert went all the way to your house to make sure you got out of the car and into your your bedroom. And then confirm to everyone that you were safe. I got uh, just to wrap this up quickly. I got a um, I got a text message from Ed at about nine thirty the next day, who said, "Hey, I'm alive." And then you went silent for the next like seven yeah. hours. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was like, and then and so of course, as has been going around, hashtag pray for Ed. Um, you know, we we want you to know that we're here for you through what must be troubling periods. Uh no, we're we're good. Okay. Uh, I've uh, you know getting older, the the hangovers take a, a little longer to to cure. Sure. So I was still feeling it uh, Monday morning. I still felt the uh, the tummy rumbles, you know. So that wasn't very good. You had a you know you put your body through some work. Yeah, and it's cause like and then the next day, so I didn't eat pretty much Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't eat. 
that much Sunday because you don't want to eat mm-hmm. because you already feel like shit. Yeah, when I mean, you so, have to, like you have to. And then, so you at points you got to force yourself to eat, and it's just it's just terrible. Don't don't drink too much, kids. Yeah, that's the lesson of the story. Don't be like Ed. It's great. That's the lesson of the story. <laughs> doom, 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 doom. The more you know. Um, I, I I did tweet during the game that I could confirm that you were quote white girl wasted. <laughs> which which. If I if I hadn't already promised someone that the name of the show was going to be either hashtag Ed is dead, hashtag pray for Ed. Um, oh God, I had I had another one. Oh, or um, the game I killed my best friend, <laughs> <laughs> which I think it might be the last one. That's um, too long. It's too long. Cares. It's too long. Um, then yeah, but you were. It would be hashtag white girl wasted. You were fucking. You were on one, and you were dancing like twinkle toes dancing in the pregame or in the picnication. Yeah, well, I would I do that anyways. It's all good. Not like that. Not like that. Not though. like that. Not that happy. My, my girlfriend's like, at least you didn't get taken out in a in a stretcher. Hey, well, you right, know, Tucker? you got that on me, right? Did he said that? Well, she also got taken out. I, I don't want to put her business out there, but <laughs> but I'm going to. I'm going to. She also MLS Cup 2014. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, where she also did not eat that day right. and kept drinking. I mean, I know she's not throwing shade on me because we can talk about New Year's Eve parties. Yeah, if she want. If, I'm. That's all I'm gonna say. Was she New trying Year's to steal a, a friend of ours bottle of all I'm gonna say? Crown? Yeah, is if she wants to talk about people having more than they should to drink. All right, I I, I, I think people I think people are already tired of listening to 15 minutes of uh, of talking about me being blackout drunk. I don't think anyone is tired of talking about you getting blackout. Drunk. <laughs> no, no, no. All right, cool. Yeah, kids, don't don't drink too much. Yeah, Keep, or you know, you know, yeah, don't drink too much. No, your limit. You eat, way past your limit. Eat food. Eat. Don't drink three different types of liquor. And, you know, don't take an edible if you've drank a fuck ton and you don't like. Well, you're, you're, you know, at that point, you're already making really bad decisions. Yeah. I so. mean, you were just trying to mellow this out at this point. Oh, yeah. Because uh, so the reason why I, I think, well, I'm not going to make an excuse because it's just stupid. But I was really upset <laughs> that day. I was really mad. I was in a really bad mood. You were emotional. Yeah. So you were you numbing? Because then we have to keep you from drinking. <laughs> Believe me, it's it's going to be a while before I I put any alcohol in this body. Yeah. In this temple, that is my body. Beautiful. Yeah. Glorious temple. Yeah. All right, so let's uh let's uh what we're gonna talk. Oh, you wanted to bring up a little bit of Legit, right? Oh yeah, Legit was uh was shooting photos. Um, I'm sure you remember. Nope. But Legit was. <laughs> Legit was down in front of uh, 137 and was uh, shooting photos for the galaxy. Oh, someone's in in our section shooting photos. Yeah. Oh, that must be nice. Ooh, ooh. damn. Because we never get that. Well, they didn't whatever. take pictures of us. Oh, okay, <laughs> he took then, pictures of the game. Oh, fine. Then. Yeah, it's no, it's all normal. So 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 smooth sailing. Like nothing's changed. Then he took a photo of me that made me feel like I looked like a Star Wars creature. You ever have you ever have that moment where you see a picture and you're you rethinking you every picture, meal then, you ever had? You saw the picture and you're just like, "Oh, bon watcha, Han Solo cha." <laughs> bon shooter. Uh, nah, ah, ah, ah. And then I'll be so like, "Yeah, little creature." You're my salacious yeah, crumb. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but he took a he took a photo of me and I was like, "Oh God, I'm gonna go run stairs." Yeah, I need to go run on the beach. So, which is which is good because you and I are working out. With my girlfriend Erica, yes. who is a personal trainer, um, and so I puked twice in the same week. Yeah, just letting you know that That's again, great decisions. One just... from working out and one from drinking too much. <laughs> Yay! One from working out, one from fixing the workout. Yeah, but right. we've been working out with uh, my girlfriend Erica, who's a personal trainer, and uh, she's trying to get Ed and I to a position where maybe our hearts don't implode like a dying star by the age of yeah. thirty-six. 
Um, and so we're, we, yeah, we've been working on that and eating better and, and as best we can and exercising and, and Ed and I actually went running before we came here today to record. Yep. Yep. So it's been a, it's, it's, we're, you know, we're working on it. We're, working on we're it. getting there. We're trying to get to the legit. I'm face. trying to degrease every artery in my body. <laughs> And it's reason. just, yeah. Because you know the walls are just but you, like two coats Ed, of Ed is, bacon grease. Ed is down a belt loop already. Oh, yeah. Like, there you go. You know, you're doing the work, eating eating well, eating right, and, uh, you know, exercising the way it's supposed to be, you know, getting Slim Jimmy over here. Ooh, ooh. That's <laughs> but, how we do. Yeah, it's been good. It's been good, man. Uh, so let's get into a little bit of Lars news, yeah? Mm-hmm. Lars news. Thank Lars you. news. Oh. Something, something, Lars news. That's the new theme song. No, well, I heard that on like a radio show, so I don't want to take that. <laughs> um, I won't do want to. We're going to be talking about it a little bit later, but I want to mention that uh, Lars is taking a bus up to San Jose. Uh, we are selling, well, not selling seats, but we do have a package. Uh, Fifty five dollars will get you to and from San Jose, uh, from the Step Up Center, which includes your game day ticket, uh, the bus ride there and back. Uh, we will have a keg of alcohol, beer on the bus, mm-hmm. and that's you know freezy freebies for everybody. Freezies, and then we will have one special like Lars limited edition item for just the bus passengers. That's dope. Like one time exclusive, print yeah. it once, and that's it. Yes, oh, that's yes. kind of cool. Fifty five there and back. Fifty five bucks there and back. Plus, um, we're gonna do a little pregame at a bar near the stadium. Okay. Which the Galaxy are providing two drink tickets. To. Hey. So there, and then they're gonna have like a local food truck there. That's so dope. you know. Um, it's a whole adventure. Is it, it's it's an overnight trip. Uh, overnight, so we're not you know we we'll go there and then come back like the same day. Okay. Uh, you can you can go to laridesquad dot org, go to the store and you'll see uh, the bus package like it's under the store uh, banner. Big, big bus package. Yeah. Um, yeah, and this is just Lars going up. No. Presumably. Well, no. This is this is open to anyone. It's open to anybody. Anybody can come in and you know, but this is the Lars bus, so expect a lot of. Uh, shenanigans imbibing okay right. well uh, five dollar word i'll give yeah, you that right. uh a lot of a lot of just drinking yeah nothing else uh no 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 other shenanigans yeah although if i can get another edible into ed it might be a, a pretty nice uh pretty nice trip <laughs> i might i might knock out because that's what that's what like <laughs> oh i hear you do that that's what we does to me is as I, I fall asleep straight me well and jim beam and James well i mean and, even before it just anyway, anyways we can we, let's stop talking about our but no, I mean, I've I've always enjoyed the the San Jose bus trips. Um, it's it's a great. I it's mean, it's a the, lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. It's it's a, a long of, it's a long trip, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and and a a part of what we'll be doing today is is going through, uh, bus trips and away days. Yeah. Um, and this is also a great moment for me to announce to you, I'm going on a bus, bitch. What? Yeah, me and you, and you know, fifty other people. We just high fived. So yeah, we just really really quietly, guy fived. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going, man. We, we got tips. Erica figured out coverage for the kids and, and she's going to go too? No, nah, she's got to work. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. But, uh, she's, she's figured out coverage for the kids. So we're gone cause I'm gone the whole time and she'll be at work. So. Oh, that's an exclusive. Cause I didn't even know about that. Yeah. San, San Jose fucking away. I haven't been to Avaya. Avaya yeah. That's the first time I've ever going to Avaya too. I'm going to, I can't wait to go to the biggest bar in MLS. Oh God. Yeah. But, uh, fucking that's awesome. San Jose away, man. All right, and we'll we'll get into our last like section of the of the show. We're gonna get into like uh, away trip stories. Sure. So those are always a lot of fun. Um, well, that was the other thing was like when I lived in Portland, the year and a half I was in Portland, I genuinely felt like I was never going to actually travel away again. We're like, you know, we had a bunch of people at the airport, all getting on the same plane or getting on the same train or bus or what have you, and like 
actually going away for a Galaxy game. Yeah. And not just am I going away to a Galaxy game, but I'm fucking on the bus to San Jose. This is this is one of those one of those experiences that um, you really don't get from other sports. Like you know, you're the not gonna, you're not yeah, you're not a Dodgers fan and taking a bus with the Let's fifty go, other people. We're going to, to Cincinnati. Uh, you know, San Francisco Stadium, yeah. whatever the fuck. I don't know. Unless you're Christian, I don't, I don't know baseball. Christian, would. Oh, yeah. yeah, and trains and whatever. Um, but it'll be good. Uh, when is the? Do you know when the bus leaves? The bus will leave. Let's give some info if you have it. Um, uh, eight o'clock. So get there before eight, cause cause you will be left. Okay. You will. And and you ain't get your money back. So. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say, do you remember when? But I'll 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 do that later. Uh, but yeah, no, you you don't want to be there any later than than seven fifty. You will get left. We're not going to turn around for you. Yeah, like it's just the way it is. Yeah. Um. Again, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um. I do want to talk to you about uh the one thirty eight SC stuff. Um. Thank you guys who have been picking up their stuff. We will be having that every home game. Uh. So if you did order that and for the pickup, we will be having that every pregame. So try to get there a couple hours. We were always there a couple hours before the game, uh, so you can go pick it up. Um. If you didn't get the membership you can still get it um you just won't get the shirt and the uh drawstring bag you'll still get the hat and the, the decal with it okay so it, and it's, it's still nice it's, it's it's still it's, it's 35 bucks and again that stuff's going to all the lars uh pregame that goes all to the stuff like tifos and all the stuff we do in stadium as well the people who, so who you're helping you're helping lars the people who had heard like this last weekend who had heard we were bar- we were grilling who came out but weren't like affiliated or anything presumably they heard from either this avenue but they were like yeah we heard you guys were doing hot dogs you find people who came by to get free hot dogs it's cool that's fine. just understand where the money is coming from yeah. and, and how we get there yeah i mean that's fine like we i'd love to have for you guys to come out and and, and chill know. and talk to people and you know la la is our house came through again and and uh shot through i i don't recall if they Did had they? A, i don't remember i don't that. recall if they had a hot dog but i i was I was on my own level by then. Okay, and um, I, I was, you know. Just at a more moderate level. Yeah, 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 yeah than exactly. Your wild uh, but you can, alcoholism. You can still go to org and you'll find that the 130 AC membership yeah. in their store. So Which is always good. Um, and this week, uh, we won't be having any viewing party because it is Mother's Day. So, yeah. how, excuse me, sorry. <laughs> how about you go take your mother out, do something nice. Sons of... Um, before the game or after the game, and then mm-hmm. you can you know go enjoy or take her to the bar. Well, you know for Mom's Day. Yeah, she could be she could be cool. Yeah, be like hey mom, we're gonna go to the bar and, and watch the Galaxy game. Where are the are the Galaxy having one? I don't. I, don't, so. I doubt they have. They're gonna have a viewing party on, on the fourteenth, right? Yeah. Uh, Angel City Brewery. That's dumb. Three o'clock. That's so dumb. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. Well, it's, it's Angel City Brewery. Like their beer fucking sucks. It doesn't matter. Whatever. All right, so. I'm gonna be relying very heavily on you, Chris. Ooh, that, that's a poor decision, but uh, we can't. I mean, well, look, we're not, we're not. This whole episode's not too much about our normalcy. Sorry, we're changing it yet again, but uh, this episode is more uh, geared towards what the away experience is like. So, just to to do our due details and and cover the Chicago game, I thought we were better. I thought once Jones well, got... Well, yeah, once a couple of players uh, came out of the game... Once, once a few important better. players came out, then then we all started to gel. And you're starting to see, hopefully, what the team seems to think we, we were going to be going forward. Uh, what Anolfo said in the, in his briefing, like, oh, you're starting to see what, you know, this is the team that we're going to have going forward. We're going to be a comeback, come from behind team. We're going to be a come from behind, at home, at home team. To um, a, a poor Chicago like Chica- team. Like Chicago, and they're they're not they're not bad, but they were dead last in 2015 and 2016. If 
if the expectation is we are going to be the team that draws at home versus the team that managed to leapfrog us and get better than us in six months, like if that's the the what we're okay with, then it ties to the overall narrative of continued lower expectations. These are the things we're okay with. Daniel Starris was on Instagram, and he said, uh, you know, this was what the fans deserved. And I was like, the thing we deserved was... Well, <laughs> the thing we deserved was a 2-2 draw. That. But there were still positives. Uh, Romney had a, a decent game. Starris had a good game. Uh, very well-taken goal. Gio scored in the in the... I mean... Is it the run of play? No, because it was a corner kick, yeah. right? So no, we're still is. we're still not at Geo scoring in the run of play. Although it got called online that he was in the run of play, which wasn't the case. But um, Geo got a goal because you have to actually you know running with yeah. the play. But you you look the, the thing that stood out to me the most. <laughs> the thing that stood out to me the most was the look on Geo's face. Oh, he was absolutely like I am. I am one of his biggest critics. Yeah. And even I looked at that and thought that was someone who gave a fuck yeah. like for whatever reason. I don't I don't know. I don't I don't think I still don't think an awful is going to bench him ever. Um, but the look on his face was was one of was pained. Probably someone who's been thinking about their lack of production um, and someone where that goal meant the fucking world. I mean, it, it looked like he scored in a game that, you know, a, a fucking cup was on the line for it or something, you know, like. Yeah, that's that's the way he celebrated it, and that's and but that's what I fucking that's whoa hey that's what I want, that's that's what I want out of out of my designated player. That's what I want out of the guy where we we've continued to ship and move people uh, to try to find a a, a place for him. Uh, I want him to score a goal specifically after a run that long and show something more than a regular celebration. I want I want to see that it means something to you yeah let's just hope that another it's not another seven uh, games before he scores a that game. would be that would be good uh joe pedro best probably the best game he's had in a galaxy shirt um and you have who to who would have thought having someone in the center uh center mid with him who actually plays defense mm-hmm. would help out i mean who would have who would have thought yeah and i i baggio playing defense is important but baggio being consistent and Baggio not springing forward at the drop of a hat or dropping deep beneath the the back four, where Jao Pedro, who is still a relatively young kid and 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 playing on a on a new team in a new city in a new league, <laughs> might need a little structure. Might need some structure, yeah. and is and when he had someone who's steady, whether he's good or bad, but steady in Baggio, you saw consistent passes. I mean, I, I it's it sucks to say, but like I saw Jao Pedro complete a pass, which was awesome. Uh, because he knew where Baggio was going to be. They, the, they played almost lockstep with each other. Um, it's weird that it's 2017 and Baggio Husidic is a starter for the Galaxy because he's he's going to start the next game with Jones going down. Oh, yeah. Um, but you saw him him starting helped get the best out of Jao Pedro. And given the money that we spent on him, certainly looking at it from the front office's perspective, it's important that uh, Jao Pedro gets his shit together. And now this, I mean, you may, again, you may not know, but that was one of his better games. Yeah, no. Uh, watching, I don't know if you were Watching there. the condensed highlights for, you know, four times that I did, um, he did look good. He looked a lot better than he usually does. And, I mean, he looked good, you know, the last week when he was paired up with uh, with uh, Baggio. Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, it's, it, it's ma- it better. makes a little more sense. Yeah. For him, anyway. I still don't really get the Geo at the, the point of attack. Um, and once we had to make the Jones substitution, that changed around. Well, even even you know even Gio's looking a lot better. It's he's looking more lively. Mm-hmm. The one that I'm concerned with is Jossie. 
Yeah. He's not looking... Ever since he got back. Not looking It's good. a lot of weird shots. It's a lot of... Like weak shots. Weak like, sh- it, well, it's just like he gets the ball and he's going to shoot it. And it doesn't really matter how his body is. It doesn't matter if there's someone open. It doesn't matter if he's going to connect with it well. He's got the ball and he has it right now and he's in the box. I'm taking a shot. And is it coaching saying, hey, we need you shooting more. We need you stop the ticky-tacky pass bullshit in the box. You get the ball. You're a forward. Go shoot it. I don't know. I know he takes some really weird shots and he makes some really, really strange decisions. Um, but we're what nine games in now, eight games. It's, it's strange that Jossie's still so slow and he's coming back from a big, big injury. Yeah. But he's, the decisions are weird. That's the, that's the strangest part. So hopefully, uh, maybe it just gets a little more uh, stable with, uh, Jermaine Jones out and you yeah, kind of have like a, more of a structured midfield. Well, that's, what's weird about <laughs> like stability playing off of it. You know, what's weird about the stability is you have Jones out now. Um, Giassi play or even Giassi really plays in three different spots. Gio plays in three different spots, and now Yella's getting yanked early, way early, like suspiciously early. Now, okay, so it we're we're still hearing it's that was tactical, right? Like he just he wasn't very good, and because he hasn't been very good. Yeah, but I was I was reading what Gespin was saying earlier, and and he tweeted out or posted on Facebook or something like that. Um, but from what the guys in the locker room were saying it didn't seem like it was the worst thing in the world to have their, their captain who has, if we're being honest, underperformed for half of the season now, uh, to have him get yanked. And you would think if he's, if he's lock stock, if he's, if he's Mr. Consistent, if he's the go-to the guy on the back line, I, I would have thought morale would have gone down. I would have thought, uh, I would have thought the locker room would have perhaps reacted in a way where they're thinking, well, Maybe Kurt has no idea what he's doing. He's pulling off our best defender, or he's pulling off the guy we expect to do better, or the guy we expect to lead us. He's yanking him off early, but I mean, what it's sounding like is people co- are okay with it. Because a coach who, I mean, you, you see this defender who gives up the PK terribly, like lunges at, at an attacker, right? And to be fair, uh, he 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 sells he it. He sells it. Yeah. But I mean whatever his fucking name is. He sells it's, it. It's you're you're a soccer in in this day and age, you're gonna sell it. Yeah. You're a soccer player in this age, you're gonna sell it. But you played in the Champions League as a defender. You, you, you should have know to know. You should know better. You have to know a, a fast, you know, tricky, speedy, whatever they call him, striker in in major league soccer is gonna go down. And worse still, the ref is gonna give that. Oh yeah. Like the ref in major league soccer is gonna call it. Period. You need to know that by now. You've seen well, you've already had a red card. Um You've already had a red card to Jones this season. Like you've seen dodgy, crappy calls, and you're still. Well, he got the two yellow cards for uh, well, for fans. So he, so fucking a, he should know. <laughs> yeah. Like absolutely, he should know. Yeah. It's just it was it was a weird, stupid decision. The goal that got scored against us was him trying. One of the goals that got scored against us was him launching, uh, him launching a pass to Bradley Diallo on the right side when Jones was open and Gio was open, and it was short. Like you could have made, and it was short. And it, it wasn't nearly far enough, and you you have Bradley Diallo in a position trying to get that ball that's dragging him out of position, so that when they come and attack down his side, it caught it. It, led, it led to the counterattack, like which led to their goal. Out fucked us. So yeah, he he tries to to, to cross the ball uh, to Diallo. It's short. Uh, the defender heads it back to the midfielder, mm-hmm. and boom, they're off, and then they score the goal. I I don't. I don't which which by the way, mm-hmm. the last pass. Van Dam kept the guy outside. Yeah. When Steris stepped, Van Dam is literally he sees Steris 
and just keeps running yeah. with this with the striker. Doesn't step, and it would have been called offside. It's a strange turn of events when Daniel Starris is making the smarter defensive plays in Yellow Vondam. Like that. What? What? Like, what the fuck? But, it, I mean, Kurt Anolfo, and he gets a lot of shit, absolutely right to take him off. Yeah. Like, he 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 was a, a openly negative force. You gave a stupid penalty, and then you, you crossed the ball unnecessarily going for this long ball home run. Unnecessarily, when you could be when you could be building at home, like why you're playing a long ball? Why are you playing a long ball at home? What's the need for that? Who's gonna your your rookie right back is the person who's supposed to bring this down and bring the attack? When you have seven hundred thousand in Jones for whatever reason, seven hundred thousand in Jones, and then your other other designated player who are open to receive a pass, who are nowhere near where Bradley Diallo is. So even if Diallo brings that ball down, he's alone. It's just, it's. I hope the captain gets his shit together. I really, really do. Yeah. I, I, I hope he continues to be deserving of it. Because it's 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 been rough for a couple weeks now. Yeah. It really It has. really has. And I, I, I still love him, and I still hope he does well, but it's been rough going. So. All right, let's give, what's your uh, final thoughts on this game, man? Uh, lowered pros, expectations. Pros, cons. Pros, cons, we scored two goals, uh, both run Come, set pieces. I guess the comeback is, is I mean, if you want to take a little bit of a, a light at the tunnel, I guess. We didn't lose. Like, we didn't lose. I thought we needed a win um, before a four-game road trip. Yeah. Um, it would have been nice to leave with, with a win, but we still haven't won a game against 11 men. Um, coming back against the team that finished dead last for the last two seasons is uh, a, a stepping stone. And that it's still, you know, it's 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 new ground for us as an organization, where things like a two-two draw at home against Chicago is a positive, and that's the way we're supposed to take it. And it's weird hearing how many people have been weirdly positive about it, but it's like a, yeah, two back-to-back a draw against draws. Philadelphia, who you should absolutely you should destroy, and then a draw against Chicago, and granted, and look, Chicago is better than us. That's. It's just true. They are at least right now. I, I hope it changes. I hope we get our shit together. Well, them and twenty other teams. Or I hope week, we, so. yeah. Or I hope we bring in some more players. But right now, Chicago is better than us, right. and the fact that we have to, we should be rejoicing in a two-two draw, uh, is is crazy. I still think people are wrong in saying, and I've and I've heard this, and I don't agree with it. Just to be clear, people who want us to lose games so Anolfo can get fired, I don't agree with that at all. That's that's crazy to me. I want. I want to beat every team in front of us. I want to go on. I want soccer to be the most boring sport because I want to walk into a game knowing the Galaxy are going to win <laughs> and then we win MLS Cup at the end of the year. That's what I want. I want it from whether it's Anolfo or Arena or whoever the fuck else. Right. Um, so wanting Anolfo to, to fail so that he can get fired, which is going to mean the club is going to fail so that Anolfo can get fired, I think that's wrong. Um, but I, I well, if it happened, something wrong. if it happened early enough in the season, where it's like seven games in, and you're like, I, I, all right, change, all right. We if we lost to Philadelphia, yeah, like, and if, he, if they got fired, like, okay, cool. No, if if we lose to Philadelphia and he gets, if he if we lost to Chicago and he got fired, I wouldn't care. What I don't understand is people who are saying, I hope we lose to Chicago, right. so that he can, like, you hope to go to a game and watch. I don't want anyone in the league thinking <laughs> pay, they're pay better. Hard work. Pay yeah. harder money to like. I hope they lose. People today. drive in from fucking Palmdale. People drive in from San Diego. I don't want someone driving up from San Diego. I mean, who drives up from San Diego and goes, "I hope we lose today." 
No one. It's. I mean, it's just. It's. Look at that point. You're like, I already bought the tickets. I'm fucked. I bought season tickets. Chris told let's, me not to. Let's go. I bought season tickets. I gotta go. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's uh let's quickly review the Sunday's game, Mother's Day game. Preview. Preview. Did I say review? Yeah, you still you still tripping a little bit. So, huh? Yeah, probably. Yeah, uh, let's preview. Let's preview the New York uh, game this Sunday, Mother's Day. Um, last five meetings between LA and New York. Uh, draw, draw, win, loss, loss. Um, New York's coming off. Sounds like a Kurt Onofo record. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I fucked New York, up. Yeah, you fuck me. No, it's all good. Um, <laughs> New York's coming off back-to-back losses against Kansas City and Philadelphia, of all teams. So, three got nil- a chance. so what three- you're saying is there's a chance. They lost to Philadelphia 3 nothing. Ouch. Yeah. So by the transitive property, we're we're way we should beat New them three nothing. Okay. <laughs> uh, New York is fifth in the East with sixteen points. LA is ninth in the West with eight points. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? Is, uh, what are your thoughts on this game, Chris? What are you What are you predicting? Uh, New York has won sixteen of their last twenty home games. It's, a, it's okay record. Yeah. Before this year, sixteen to twenty one. Yeah. But uh, well, they're not being ran by fucking blind mice. Uh. You know, it, it's it's there. They're, I mean, they're wounded. Uh, I can I can see someone saying I could see New York wanting to to make a statement by beating us after their Philly result. I can also see them going to you know playing Philly and getting beaten, and uh, you know maybe they're down and we can take something out of this. I'll take a point. Yeah, I feel I feel like um, this is the game where you're like, I hope we draw. Yeah, I'll you know draw. The away games are the ones where you're like, I hope we get a point. But you know, you draw your away games and you win your home games. That's you'll be what's champions. supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm hopeful. I'm rarely hopeful. But. I think, I think, I think after that Philadelphia loss, uh, I think they come out and be like, we need, they need a statement game. Yeah. And I think they they beat us pretty badly. Well, what's yeah? They they we need it more than anyone. We're gonna we're gonna keep just predicting like we're gonna lose. Every Gio's week. getting a hat trick. Um, <laughs> but I, w- but we lose. So we're on a four game, four game, and we lose. Yeah, they, four to three. <laughs> the two um, predictions that are going to happen every week. We're on a four game road trip. Uh, we got New York, then Minnesota, then away to San Jose. Fuck yeah! Uh, and then ending at DC United, which is the stupidest fucking thing it's from a, the last. It's where strangely positioned. You're on, you're on the the east east of East Coast mm-hmm. with New York, Minnesota, and then DC. But yet you're going to make a trip back to San Jose. Yeah. On the third week, and then go back to the East Coast. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's major league soccer. Um, so I ran a little poll. I've been, you know, putting polls on Twitter lately. Yeah. What's up? So I dropped my poll on Twitter and, uh, I, I, I posted out. I don't, if you follow me, you would have seen it. Hopefully you voted and retweeted. Um, so for New York, Minnesota, San Jose and DC United, is it how many points, uh, do whomever's reading it on Twitter think we'll take out of this, this whole thing? Uh, first option was zero to four. Next was uh, five to eight points, and then uh, ended out at nine to twelve. Um, zero to four. You want to take it? Do you want to take a guess at what percentage zero to four got? Uh, I'm gonna say eighty percent. Seventy-seven percent. And so I had 122 votes, and of the 122 votes, 77 percent said we take zero to four points against Minnesota, DC United, and San Jose. Like New York, I could well, Minnesota see Minnesota just beat Kansas City, so yeah, it's like maybe they're getting their shit together too. MLS. But it's like I, MLS I can understand New York, but like Minnesota, San Jose, and DC United were expected. The perception around, uh, or at least people who follow me, is seventy-seven percent of them think zero to four points for a four-game road trip. 
Okay. For the Galaxy. Like, what the fuck? This four-game road trip, how many points does it take to have Kurnoffa lose his job? Lost or? Like, it, like after the four games, uh-huh. after the four games, What's, what's the, the threshold? Point? Yeah. Because, um, I mean, you're honestly looking at this and going, I, at least one win, right? At least, I mean, and that's minimum. I think we could lose all four and they wouldn't fire him at this point. That's and, I, and I was the guy who said if, if we lost to Chicago or Philly, they'd fire him. Honestly, at this point, I think if he could lose all four and they wouldn't fire him, it doesn't matter. So we're, They I sound mean, like they're in. You, okay, you lose these four games, season's over, season's done. The season has been done since before they sent your season ticket. I mean, but you can you can guarantee, pretty much guarantee it's over. It, it season's over. We're, we're, we're at, not a, make we're at a fifth of the way now. We're at a fifth of the season now, and we haven't beat a team that has 11. Oh, no, we're a quarter of the way. We're, we're quarter a quarter of the way. Yeah. Um, and we haven't beat a team that has uh, 11 men. You lose you lose, do you lose these four games, you're not making the playoffs. In the West. Like, in the East is getting a lot better, but in the West, where teams tend, they rally, they get stronger. Uh, so maybe that's a, a reason why they go, well, we'll just stick with them, see if it improves. Then in the offseason, we fire him. I don't think, I mean, I, 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 I'm baffled he still has the job. Like I'm, I'm, I'm still baffled we're he defeated, got the job. We're just defeated. With. Look at us. We're just like. It's really hard. It's hard to keep saying, "Well, there is a threshold," and then you see us put out nothing again, and it doesn't seem to matter. Like it's. I saw Klein at the the game, and he had like biggest smile, was waving. Kurt walked off with his head down, but like I don't, I don't think it matters because he's Eeyore and he always walks with his head down. <laughs> so, well, I mean, what you, what's right. your prediction? My Give prediction, I'm saying three one New York, two nothing, New York, two nothing New York. And so we lose, which I'm 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 expecting a loss. Yeah, do do nothing New York. Hopefully, hopefully not. I would love to be proven wrong. Oh yeah, love and away win. Yeah, um, I'm expecting a loss, but I'm hoping we win. Yeah. Right? Three nothing. Geo Hattrick. <laughs> yeah. MVP. All right. So we're going to take a little break and then we're going to come back uh, with our San, not just San Jose. We're going to, our away just games. Away games. Just we're going to talk. Have some stories. Uh, we're going to take a quick break uh, and kind of recalibrate. And when we do that, we're going to come back and we're going to talk away games over the years. Uh, we have the San Jose away trip coming up. We figured a, a nice way to build uh, up to it. Build. Yeah. Get, get up to it is to talk about some of our, our older. Fun tales of away trips and uh, debauchery. A little bit. The debauchery that comes with it. A little bit. So. All right, so we'll be back in a little bit. Hey, what up, listeners? I uh, wanted to talk a bit more about the bus San Jose before we got into the Way Day memories. Uh, so this is happening May 27th. The package includes the bus ride to and from San Jose, a ticket to see the Galaxy versus Murphs, and did we mention there would be a keg and a free limited edition large merch on the bus. Uh, the cost of the package is $55. Bucks. Uh, you do get the game day ticket, and you get the bus to and from San Jose. Uh, the bus will be leaving 8 o'clock from StubHub Center, you can leave your cars there. There will be security, so you don't have to worry about any of that. Uh, so please arrive by 7.30 just in case, you know, uh, you're not left behind because we will leave you behind by 8 o'clock. Uh, the bus will arrive in uh, San Jose around 3 o'clock. 
We're going to be doing a pregame at a bar down the street from the, the Avaya Stadium in San Jose, which the FO, the Galaxy FO, will be providing two drink tickets at the bar. They will also be having a taco truck outside, so you can soak up that alcohol. Um, and then at 6 o'clock, the bus will be departing the bar to head to the stadium. Kickoff at 7 o'clock. After the game, we'll be um, held back about 30 minutes for security purposes so we, we don't run into the San Jose people, uh, so we don't have to do any hoodlum things. Um, but we will be leaving the stadium around 9.30 and then heading back to uh, StubHub Center, and we'll be r- arriving back around 5-ish, 6-ish. Um, and it's a lot of fun. We hope you guys can join us. Um, we will be having plenty of drinks on the bus, but you can bring your own stuff as well. Um, you know, So we'll hope to see you guys in San Jose. All right, welcome back. Uh, so this is going to be a little different from uh, what we usually do. Uh, we're going to talk about memories because, you know, sometimes we don't, we don't really remember things. Um, <laughs> on, you know, on the build up to San Jose away. Like our game on Saturday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> on our build up to San Jose away, we wanted to, uh, you know, kind of go back on uh, some of our best memories mm-hmm. from away days. Yeah. So and not just San Jose specifically, but, you know, away days in general. Because I, I know a lot of people still haven't, you know, gone and, and experienced what an away game is. Mm. So you, I want you to, ex- you know, go basics of what an away game is, Chris. So, so an, away, an away day, an away, an away game, whatever, is any time you were obviously away from the, I was going to call it the Home Depot, away from the StubHub Center, um, and... You can do it by yourself. You can obviously do it with a group, but in in the sense that we mean it, I think for the most part, you're traveling with uh, large scores of people. You know, uh, we took what two hundred something away to Portland last year, um, or a couple years back. Uh, Seattle, we've done some big big away trips too. Uh, I think between Lars and the ACB, they did Vancouver in 2012, um, and I'm sure a contingent goes every year. Uh, RSL is another popular one. Hopefully we can get some for the USL soon with uh, Orange County and Phoenix, maybe. Uh, who knows? Um, but anytime you, you basically travel away with with your friends and, and get to see a new city and some new sites and have a good old time. Right on. So um, I know you have a list of memories that you uh, kind of put together for us to talk about. Yeah, we, we well, we reached out to some Larsers uh, because we do have fun when we go away. Yeah. Um, and, and so we, we wanted to go through a couple of those. Just really quick, uh, I have had a lovely shot of Lagavulin uh, single malt scotch whiskey in the break. So I'm feeling a lot better. I don't know if, uh, I don't know where you're at. I understand you're oh, not in a I, position I, to drink. I smelt the, the liquor and my, <laughs> stomach, stir- my, my stomach turned. Yeah, he, he, Ed's, Ed's, Ed's away from alcohol for a little bit, yeah. but I'm not. And um, if he was... If he had his constitution together, I would be having another drink right now. But out of friendship, I, I drank my my Lagavulin quickly. It was delicious. Um, I'd like to to thank producer Ben for that. Uh, compliments of Daily Turismo, uh, who hosts us. Really, I mean, well, the, the defunct podcast, <laughs> our radio show. Lord forbid you give props, <laughs> but yeah, Daily Turismo, who we have killed and now live in their home. 
thank you for donating this lovely bottle of Lagavulin. All right, so let's talk about these uh, the away games. Yeah, that the, you, you you know put together. The first one I was I was thinking about was, and we touched on it a couple weeks ago, was the the Vegas trip that we we ended up in Vegas because we were headed to RSL. Right. Um, and so it's me, uh, Ed, Matthew Alisana, and, and Andrew Alisana, our, our lead capo, uh, and we're in. Andrew's car? Yes. Is it Andrew's car? Yeah. We're in Andrew's car, and we are about 90 miles outside of Vegas. Um, I think we're about 90 miles outside of Vegas, but we're we're we're, we're coming up on Las Vegas, and, um, you know, if you just heard that murderer's row, that lineup, it's not a skinny dude in that bunch. Yeah, if you- if You, you are the know, smallest of the four of us. Yeah, if you don't know any of any of us, or if you've never seen us, it's- Two, I was at, at that time. I was like two twenty, so yeah. I was a little svelter. In your fucking bra, you were. Oh no, fuck you! All right? <laughs> All right, but anyways, no, no person was under two thirty in that car. Fuck no. Well, in it, a, in a Nissan Altima. Yeah, you're so first. Your bullshit two twenty number is as close as anyone in that car got to two thirty. Well, how, how many years ago was that? That was like nine years ago. Uh, no, no, that was eight years ago. No, it's before that. No, it's before. It's it's uh, twenty. 2011 it would have been 2011 okay i think it would have been the 2011 season i think um, it was i think it was later than that but really okay yeah. um so anyway we ended up uh headed to vegas and we end up about let's say 90 miles outside I, I don't really remember and these these four rotund gentlemen if you will glandularly husky. challenged husky I, I will take husky every day uh these four husky fat gentlemen um are in a car in like 102 degree weather in in vegas or in in um nevada speeding dipping down the road air conditioner blasting full blast full fucking blast <laughs> going fast and like smoke comes out of the top of the hood and next thing we know <laughs> radiators blown we can't get to rsl and we got to wait until uh until i think it was nissan until the the yeah, nissan, nissan dealership in vegas could could fix it for us so we could turn around so we ended up getting stuck uh and then all of the vegas shenanigans that we spoke about you know a couple weeks ago uh unfurled all happened uh, stated a amazing lo- oh that was that was, don't go to the super eight on colville street no don't times. go don't go to the third floor and don't stay in the 10th room i will never speak about that on this show if you want to email us i will email you the response or if you want or can find us or if you want to find me at the game yeah. i will explain to you what happened but third floor 10th room colville street super eight don't ever stay there Horrible things have happened in that place. Hor- detestable things, Ed. So those are those are, I guess, semi not or semi bad away games where you don't it's actually a, get to the game. But I wouldn't even call that bad because no, we didn't was, get to the game and we still had fun. a great time. It was a lot of fun. And you don't have those with the buses. The buses are a straight shot. There's not four fat asses deciding to run a car into the ground. Right. Well, not, not f- I mean, the one person ran the car into the ground. We were just kind of Bullshit. sitting back. We were dead weight. There's there is. <laughs> I mean, there was there had to have been a thousand pounds just pouring just, on that on that car, minimum. Those poor axles and poor, wheels. Man. I mean, oh, it was awful. I'm surprised like we didn't just step in and it goes, and it just yeah, all the tires at once. Luckily, Andrew had like actual insurance. Well, no, it was like the yeah warranty. So the car was still in warranty, and it fixed like and you didn't. We got fixed in two days, and it cost him a thing. And what was great is like we were staying. We traveled to the outskirts of a. Of, of Vegas, and I got to do one of my favorite things on a on an away day is I go to like shops of the outside towns. So I went to 
I think it was Kmart. I went to Kmart outside uh, on the outskirts of Vegas and talked to people about what it was like to live in Vegas. And they're naturally looking at me like, why are you bothering me? Who are you? Please go back to Vegas. <laughs> Please stop talking to me. Um, but a great trip. Uh, the next one I wanted to bring up that hopefully you can actually spark off was the uh, Seattle away in 09 for MLS Cup. The best and worst away trip worst day of that my life. I probably will ever experience. Yeah. Well, it's good that we're getting all the bad bad trips out early. Bad in the sense that, you know, obviously, if you know Seattle 09 for the MLS Cup, mm-hmm. we lost. This is the only time we'll ever bring that up. Yeah, because we don't like talking about it because yeah. it makes it sad. makes it sad. But um, everything that went on leading up to that to that game. Best trip ever. It's the best trip I've ever had. And I we've gone away, you know, more than a few times. Nothing encapsulated. So we went three days early. I think we went three days early. Yeah, I, I know um, it was, yeah, it was a couple of days, because it's a 17-hour drive. Yeah, it's a long drive, which we made in or, 14. No, it's supposed, to, it's supposed to be an 18-hour drive. We made it in 14. Yeah, we made it like 14. We made it in 14 because we were speeding the entire way. Because we were racing somebody. So, look, you're about to hear my character to fame. <laughs> in Mount, and during, and, uh, through Mount Shasta? Mount Shasta, yeah. yeah. So, you want to tell that story? No, you know, go ahead, man. You'll tell it better. This asshole cut me off. So, this guy cuts me off. Well before Mount Shasta, but we're the only people on the road. Yeah, it's us and him. It's it's just us and him. In like some hoopty Honda. And so I naturally, after having my my masculinity questioned, challenge, which I said challenge. Thank you. You were challenge. Challenge. Uh, I I floored it, and I passed him, and then I drove very fast to make sure he couldn't catch us, and and we got to a point where. Andrew, who's who's uh, it's it's the rare times he wasn't driving because this is the crazy thing. So it's a 14 hour drive. Right. Andrew drove probably 10 of those hours. Like and I, I, I don't like to drive. I don't regularly drive. Ed drove me here today. He drives me most places that I go if I don't have to like be at work or something. You are my Miss Daisy. Yes, absolutely. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> um, that's the title, My Miss Daisy. My Miss Daisy. No, the title is White Girl Wasted. Okay, That's happening. Cool. All right, all right. Um, hashtag it, pray for Ed. Um, but he, he took a break, and, and I took over driving, because he drove, like, long fucking distance. And so it's almost as soon as I start driving, this asshole cuts me off, and I, I pull, pull, pull past him, and we get far enough away where he's no longer in the rearview mirror, if you remember. Uh, and everyone starts telling me to calm down. I don't need to keep speeding, because he's far. And so I slow down, and then well, fucker pops up again. He had to. I don't know if he was going to Seattle. I don't know if he just happened to be on the same like two hundred mile stretch that we were. But uh, we just had a situation. I dropped. I dropped a drink. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I don't know if he was on the same two hundred mile stretch as we were, or what was going on. But uh, this asshole is just following me. I got the best of him. If if you ask me, well, I mean, I, I think I, I mean, got the best of him. I think I say we won. We absolutely won because again we had five hundred pounds. So what it was no, me, you? No, it was me, you, yeah, it was not Andrew, yeah. and uh, Riggs. Rigney. So Rigney weighs forty three pounds. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's a buck forty five. He's, buck he's bucks buck sixty soaking wet. Um, you two thousand nine. You weighs what? I'm telling you, man. I was a I was a svelte svelte two twenty five four two twenty. <laughs> This little pudge ball. Okay, so hearing the 5'4", I'll give, I was you, I'll give you the fat. 220. I was less fat. You were. You were still that. Butterball Ed, but yeah. you weren't like- I was less. Yeah, you were Less Butterball. Dumpling Ed. Yeah. Uh, so you're, you're 220. 
You're 220. <laughs> Riggs is, we'll say 160, right? You yeah. want to get the calculator out? Where are we at? Oh, okay. You're 220. On. Riggs is 160. Right. So we're at, what, 380. I'm going to go conservative and say that I, well, I know what I, I was 266, but uh, let's round it to 260. I'll go 265. <laughs> what a dick. Where are we at? 645. So we're at 645. It was a smaller Andrew. It was a noticeably smaller Andrew. I'll go t- I'll go 250. 250. That you, goes whoa, 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 whoa. I was bigger than Andrew in 2009? I don't know. All right, I'll let it slide. So we're at 900 pounds. <laughs> so 900 pounds of depressed obesity is is flying around Mount Shasta chasing this guy. And then a fucker caught me after we got past him. Hey, well, yeah, he had yeah, I mean, he had a lot less weight. <laughs> that right. was challenging, but anyway, so we ended up getting up to Seattle, and and we were staying in. It's, uh, it's probably like eleven midnight when we get. When yeah, we it's, get it's crazy late. We were staying in Mercer Island um, at our we buddy. We saw the sunrise and set, and still didn't get to our destination. Yeah, that's was, that's that's really like messed up, like your brain. It fucks with your brain, but yeah. it was fun. Like we left out of Matt and Andrew's house in the valley. Um, and so we, we we were staying in Mercer Island where Jordan Morris is from, uh, from Seattle. Falling, we caught the little fucker. Um, and we're we're basically driving into town every night and and just getting trashed. Yeah, because we, so so by the time we got there, it was about a day and a half before everyone else can get there. Yeah, oh, at least. So the first day, no one is there. And so we go out in like a 12 hour, yeah. maybe Bender. 13 hour yeah. Like just drink session, eat it's good whatever. Times. It's fun. It was great, like having the spot in Mercer because we never had to worry about, you know, you don't want to go to a place where like you know if it's a bed and breakfast you got to be in by a certain time or if we didn't have enough room or if we were sharing a spot with someone like the four of us went out the four of us came back so we were always fine, but so we get to uh, this bar and we're 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 drinking pretty heavy, I'd say, um, and we, we end up coming back to the. Uh, you know, obviously we had one who wasn't drinking, who was who was relatively sober. Sober, never mind. He was sober uh, to drive us home. We just won't mention who had, who was driving now, um, but it was sober and was driving us home. And we stopped at Albertsons because uh, we were hungry and there was nothing open. Oh, I apologize. We stopped at one place before Albertsons. We stopped at a pizza place. Oh, because we saw pizza. Yeah, we stopped because this it's is it's integral to the yeah. story. Uh, we stopped at a pizza place because we saw a sign that said pizza. That, like the neon signs that yeah. say pizza. Now, are you lo- you're hearing this story for the first time, producer Ben? So he's he's nodding yes. So I'm going to look at him instead of Ed while I tell the story, um, so that you can truly understand really why Ed and I are best friends because a lot of it's bore out of this story. So we stop at this pizza place and it's it's got a illuminated pizza sign, and so we're all hungry. We have no food in the house. Uh, so we're like, fuck yeah, there's a place that's open because apparently Mercer Island closes shuts down, shuts the fuck down at like nine ten o'clock. So we walk in there, pizza joint's closed. Sad as that may be, we find a room in the back of uh, old people practicing uh, dancing. Like a, They might have been like line dancing Like a waltz or, or yeah, something yeah, like something. that. Uh, and my my rotund butterball of a best friend uh, grabs a dolly and slides on it the length of the walkway yeah. to the fire extinguisher that, you know, he uh, it ended up in the car. Somehow it somehow I don't I don't know if anyone took it. I know we had a fire extinguisher in the car and perhaps the pizza joint of of uh, note did not. So we get to the we get to the car. We end up driving to the the Albertsons. 
and Andrew and I get out of the car. This is where it crescendos. Andrew and I get out of the car, and we're walking, and we're, we're we got a good good buzz on. We're walking towards the Albertsons, and we turn back and we see Ed like a like a little rocket raccoon <laughs> playing with the fire extinguisher. And uh, well, I guess I fucked it up because if you if you can deduce it at all, Rigney was driving. Yeah. But <laughs> Rigney is sitting in the front seat. Our buddy Rigney is driving, sitting in the front seat, and you can see him like actively fighting with his with his seat buckle. Okay, let me let me interrupt you here <laughs> because so when we're driving, that's when I started playing with it outside the window. Yes. And then we right, get right. we get to the Albertsons, and I don't I don't know what happened. We go to, I go to put it down. <laughs> Bullshit. No, bullshit. I know. I do not. No, I swear. Mm. I would he's, never do. I would never do this. I, I would never do this inside Andrew's car. It's a lie. I so go I, to put it, it down or whatever, and so, I, my finger slipped or something, and Andrew, Andrew and, and I are standing. And it goes off in the car. Andrew and I are standing outside, and you could see like Rigney fighting to get out, and then it's just clouds. Immediately, the whole car is filled. With, I don't think you understand. It's like if you if you've ever seen like uh, one of those like weed movies or whatever where like they roll out of the car Absolute. open the doors Fuck. and it's just smoke i don't look to whomever's listening to this i don't intend to trigger you or i don't intend to offend anyone rigney finally gets out of the car and he looks you ever see those videos of like 9-11 where people are covered in the dust that's rigney he looks shocked he looks scared he doesn't really seem to know what's going on or what just happened to him and he's actively wiping like the the flame retardant out of his hair and his body we, we finally clear, and Andrew is like, oh, that's fucked up. Like, this is his car. <laughs> <laughs> that edge just, just sprayed uh, a fire extinguisher all over. When the smoke finally cleared out of the car, which we had to leave the windows down when we went to Albertsons, uh, when the smoke finally clears, uh, clears from the car, you can see an outline of Rigney's body on the driver's <laughs> seat <laughs> because he got hit with so much of this dust. And Ed, to this day, continues to lie to our faces I'm not and lying. say it was no an accident. Way. It's bullshit. It was an accident. Why did Rigney know it was going to happen? What? Why was he fighting with the seatbelt? Because he couldn't see. Because, because he the knew. Sprayed. <laughs> <laughs> it was wrong. No, no, no. Okay, so it, it actually went off. This is off. the first night, mind you. Yeah. This is night one. <laughs> it goes it goes off accidentally. I, I tried to put it down, and I'm already, like, feel, I'm already I've been drinking. And so it goes off. I am out of the car though, mm-hmm. so I don't have any of the effects. But it hits rigs everywhere. It's he's the victim. Yeah. And he can't see. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. No one, no one is questioning whether you yeah. or Rigney is the victim here. <laughs> he can't see. Andrew is the victim. He can't see. That's why he can't get the, the seatbelt off because he can't see. It was it was a I was a good guy. I gave him a bottle of water to wash his eyes out. So <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs> Again, again, I'm the victim here. Uh, and this, this, the best part of the story is like we end up going into, uh, we end up going into Albertsons and we buy sandwiches and Andrew can't find condiments anywhere, like anywhere that that's like available for us to take with us. So he reaches over the deli that's closed. No, he goes behind. He goes behind the deli that's closed for the night because it's, you know, 10, 11 at night. And he takes a gigantic bag of mayonnaise of like packaged package, mayonnaise yeah. that, you know, you would get it like a subway to go. He takes a gigantic bag of of uh, packaged mayonnaise and claims it as his own. It's his trophy now. It comes back to the house, and for the the time we're there, we have a bag fucking packaged bag of mayonnaise. Yeah. It was a uh, Seattle way again. I had a lap dance from a stripper in exchange for a sounder scarf, uh, which was awesome. 
after the game. That was really, really, really. Oh really, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. So oh. after the so okay, so that's the first day. The next day, that's when Lars start rolling in at at different times of the day. Yeah. And again, the drinking sessions of like from noon to like one in the morning begins. Oh, that's when we started our love affair with uh, um, The Price is Right and Cops. Oh, yeah, because we wake up that... No, was it that night or when we woke up that morning? It would have been when we woke up we the woke up because it was on in the morning. Yeah, so we're watching Cops because, you know, that's... <laughs> it's on. Cops, any time of the day you you have a television on, cops you can turn on. to any channel and it's going to be like a The two cop, shows cop. like that are Cops and Law and & Order. Yeah. Law & Order is always fucking on somewhere. But we would wake up and, and watch Cops and drink... Um, well, beer. It was New- <laughs> at like seven was, in the morning. It was Newcastle, I can't remember. Newcastle, yeah, Newcastle Brown Ale. Uh, I remember Ed slept on a chair. So, like, think. Close your eyes unless you're driving. Close your eyes and think of a chair your grandmother would have. That's the type of chair Ed slept in every night. And he would bundle himself up, much like an Ewok, and he would fall asleep in the chair. And I remember going, "Ed, wake up, Eddie, wake up." And then Andrew opened a beer, and Ed goes. We drinking, <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, and we just sat and drank and watched uh, Prices Right until the other Larsers, you know, got in. And then we went down to downtown and hit the Pike and hit Fuel. Um, I remember a notable Sounders fan who, who I'll you know leave nameless, um, started you know saw that we were there and was trying to cause some trouble. And Elmon uh, Montes is he still in charge of? Uh, He's our treasurer. He's, so he's treasurer now. He used to be in charge of recruitment. Um, he walked up and disarmed the Sounders fan faster than I've ever seen. Like Which he's, is, it's, that's Elmon. And that's Elmon. He's yeah. the most, uh, he's the most uh, approachable person in Lars, I'd say. He's okay. everyone's best friend. It's just a matter of whether you've met him or not. Um, and so this guy is getting, you know, real aggravated because we're in, you know, this is a Sounders bar. Uh, and Mon walks up and is like, hey, man, what's, what's the fucking problem? And the guy's like, I don't want you guys in here. He's like, whoa, whoa. You want a drink? Let's go get a drink. And the guy just comes straight down, straight down. Uh, but that's the power of you know, that's the power of Elmon. Yeah. <clears throat> so post game because we won't go into the game. Obviously, you guys know. Fuck that game. You guys know the game. Um. And so we're now we were happy drinking. Now we're sad drinking. So now it gets a little depressing. Um, Chris, at this point, did you have a job? Which is, oh nine away? Yeah. No. No, no, I went there as again another way trip. I went on like sixty bucks. <clears throat> unemployed, no cell phone. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So at some point in the night, we lose him. Yeah, he goes yeah. off. We have no idea where he's where he's at. And I was downtown. I went on. A, I went on a walk. You went on a walk about. I went on a walk about. I went to find myself. Tabula and then Rasa. we end up at a Korean barbecue place. <laughs> Mongolian. Mongolian barbecue. Mongolian. Yeah. Where I proceed to go to the bathroom mm-hmm. put the toilet seat down mm. and knock out and what <laughs> and oh, pa- oh, oh hang on say that one more time and pass out on yeah. the toilet okay just before i not like, like going to the bathroom just like putting the seat down sitting down and then we're like oh this is a good place to sleep mimi's and then does that sound familiar to anyone out. who was at the game this weekend yeah <laughs> so, it gets tired so you know i had the wear and thought because i i knew i was in the bathroom so obviously you know you lock the door. Right. So then our friend Riggs has to climb under the stall to like get me out of there. We give Rigney a lot of shit and we he's already bailed us out of two situations in this story alone. Yeah. 
Thank you, Riggs. Yeah, you're, you're, you're the, awesome, you're the best. You're, you're, you saved Ed's life probably before he choked on his tongue. And then, no, I was. Yeah. And then after he, this is after he tried to kill you, on purpose. Not on purpose. But anyway, they, so they, you, do you so, remember how they found me? No. So this is this is so. Uh, I, well, I mean, I'm, I think I've been told, but I, I don't remember. I was drunk to a point where I couldn't, uh, I couldn't find my way back. Um, but I, I never felt lost, mostly because I was drunk to the point. This, that I couldn't o- find this my almost way back. ended up in Chris like sleeping under a bridge somewhere. No, because you remember I almost got killed by that dude. Oh, the guy, the homeless guy who gave you the the notes. So I met a homeless man named Vlad. So I'm in down at this point of the story. I have wandered away from fuel and I am walking around downtown Seattle. Um, I'm I'm very sad because the the galaxy, uh, you know, just did what we did in the in the final and on penalties and all that. So I'm kind of done talking to people. Uh, a Larzer walked up to me, made the mistake of walking up to me uh, in the bar and said, "Oh." This is so. This is after the penalties. We're we're post game. Walks up to me and goes, "Ugh, fucking Lewicky, man!" And I look at him with such rage, and I go, "What the fuck do you want Tim Lewicky to do? Did you want him to go out there and kick the penalties? Like, look where we got, and look and the injuries, and you know, and the logic part of me started to kick in despite the alcohol, and I get so frustrated with him. I go, "Get the fuck away from me!" And I get up and I walk out of the bar, and so I start rambling down a. Uh, uh, downtown uh seattle i was gonna say portland uh, i start walking around downtown seattle and i run into a homeless man named vlad uh vlad originally threatens to stab me uh with a pocket knife that he has and i'm assuming i mean i i assume i didn't jerk him off to get him to leave me alone i assume he just realized like well this guy's broke and doesn't have a job and is he sensed it he's like two yeah he's like two degrees of kevin bacon away from me uh i'm just gonna leave him be he had like spidey senses, but like hobo. knowing that you're well, if he had spidey senses, sense. he would have learned, you know, what the fuck. Hobo senses, you know, stop drinking and doing the drugs. So he he instead starts talking to me and then hands me a sheet of paper, his manifesto, his man, what we've dubbed his manifesto, and it's got all his like ramblings and writings. Um, and, <laughs> and so uh, we, I end up finding, I run into uh, a pack of a group of larsers that I, I I see who recognize me, and they're like, hey, are you okay? And I was like, hey, I need. I need to find Ed and I don't know where he is. Um, do you have a cell phone? And they go, yeah. Do you want to call him? And I was like, no, I don't know his number, but I can call my buddy Travis. Uh, and Travis has Andrew's number and Andrew will know where Ed is. And they go, great. And so I, I, I call, I, I use his phone. I call Travis and Travis answers and he gives, uh, he gives me the number to call Andrew and I, I call Andrew and he finds me and, and all as well. The best part of this story is it's 3.45 in the morning, so I've just called my friend in Los Angeles who's been asleep for five hours to wake him up and say, hey, I need Andrew's number. I'm lost in downtown Seattle. Please help me. <laughs> Please send help. Uh, which was great. And then I got a speeding ticket on the way back. And Yeah. Fuck. But, okay, so what I wanted to like emphasize about these stories is mm-hmm. that whether the galaxy win, lose, draw, whatever, mm-hmm. it's more of like the experience of going away yes. and having like this good time with like-minded people who are going and watching the galaxy play. Like, obviously, you want to see the team win, but for eight years, we'd always go in a away game knowing the galaxy are probably going to lose. More than likely, because they've been a terrible road team for forever. Yeah, and the thing is, like Seattle away, that is really when you and I became friends. That's when we became closer you yeah know, whatever whatever phrase you want to use um and and really really burgeoned is that a word 
It could be. It's close. Uh, from our Seattle, specifically our Seattle away day, we've yeah. been been you know close friends and and running on on uh, best friendship ever since. Uh, I do want to read a story. We had uh, uh, we'll the close, commish close it out with this one, right? Okay. Yeah, we had the the commish bring up. Uh, well, then I, I I would have to mention quickly when George got yelled at by Connie on the San Jose because <laughs> <laughs> he spilled it. So our, our one of our our buddy George spilled his drink on his misses on the way back from San Jose. Um, yeah. And so we had lost this game. So she's already in a shitty mood. And San Jose uh, fucked security up that game. Everything's been squared out this time. But San Jose had fucked up security. So we we didn't really know where to go to get the bus to come back. Um, luckily, Ed's president now. And we've been able to figure all that shit out. I was in charge back then. Um, but Ed, Ed's got it all squared out now. Uh, and he's partying on the bus and, and singing songs against San Jose and fuck them and blah, blah, blah. And he gets a little tipsy and he spills his drink on his missus. And the the like the sound she made of anger. Everyone got quiet, and then as he sat down and was like, "Baby, baby, I'm sorry, baby, baby girl, you know I love you, I'm sorry." The laughing in the back from Lars, <laughs> from like his friends. But that's what that's what friends do. Like his friends actively busting his balls. Um, as he's doing his best to save his marriage. Yeah. Uh, we don't. We're not telling the the shooter. Oh yeah, sorry. We gotta tell the shoot. Sorry. Um, we'll we'll talk more San Jose stories next week. Because like, we... we're gonna this is kind of like a build up to San Jose. So we're not doing not. I don't know. You tell me. Well, let's tell the Anthony story next week. Okay. So so big tone. Thank you. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do yours next week. Because we're kind of gonna do a little bit more of these stories, uh, like building up to more, San Jose. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll probably have someone in uh, the week of. To talk more San Jose away stories, so it's kind of like okay, a good. building up of San Jose away. So why don't why don't you go ahead and start the? So 2008, San Jose come back into the league after you know first ap- year back, first year back after having their team you know. Um, after we sent them fucking pack into Houston, and so we you know this is the first proper away game to San Jose mm-hmm. in two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's. Three, four buses a lot of energy packed, this, yeah. packed with Gallic fans. 900 going, people went up, I think? Going up to San Jose. It was huge. Probably one of the biggest ones we've had. It was it was pretty big. ACB were there. Galaxians yeah. were there. We were out in huge numbers. And so, obviously, you know, it's San Jose. Back, San Jose's back in the league, so we're you know we're excited. Um, it's play, being played in the Coliseum, the Oakland Stadium. What is this Coliseum, right? It was the Oakland Coliseum, Oakland yeah. Oakland Coliseum. Um, and so we're all excited and we, you know, we've been boozing, uh, one person in particular, we won't name names, we'll omit names, uh, but people in Lars know the story and know who the guy is, but we won't, we won't say, but you know, put him on blast on the, on the show. Um, he gets so tipsy that he begins to, he's in the front row and we're on the second tier of the stadium. We were our third tier. I guess it would be. I guess it would be third. We were we were on the, yeah, we were on the top one for that section for where we we could be placed. We were as high up as we could be. Okay. We were over the scoreboard, um, over center field. I would say, um, we're over the scoreboard at, at center field. And uh, I mean, as far as I remember, maybe you have a, a different memory. Maybe you saw more. I looked to the right. I was talking to someone, and I turned to the right and was talking to him. And then I I turned back and I hear, you know. Oh no. He's fallen over. He's fallen over the rail. And I mean, we're a couple hundred feet up. I mean, a, not a couple hundred feet, but 
I mean, were we? How high would you say? probably like 40, 30 feet up. It's got to be more than that. That's like, I don't know. We, we were, we're high enough to kill you. Like if you, it, don't talk, worry about talking, the number. You're talking at least four stories up. Yeah. If you, if, if, if you fell from that height, you die. That's, that's what happens or when you get seriously hurt. No, you, from that fucking height, you die. I get seriously Bro, that was. Do people fall from. Well, well I mean, what? Skydive, man, and they survive. Would you skydive without a parachute? I mean, people have. Just saying. You, I don't know what argument this is you're making. Like, you're telling me, you're telling me he wouldn't have died because there are some people. Look, I saw it on King of the Hill, man. There is, and I knew that's what you were referencing. I knew there was no way you were like, oh, well, here is this lady here, and she, she, her parachute didn't open, and she lived. I knew it was fucking King of the Hill. Anyways, okay, continue. So he falls off of the top railing. Some say jumped. I don't know. I didn't see. But the next thing I know, he has fallen. I'm happy to report that there is a safety railing. Uh, if you fall down o- o- over the, the railing that keeps the fans in. Um, and so we go, you know, get up because obviously security is 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 going to come right the fuck after you. And so he stands up and we put our hands down so that we can we can drag him back up over the railing because we take care of our own. And when he stands up, because again, he's had a, a couple to drink, his balance is a little off and he rocks backwards to the ledge and then falls forward. <laughs> we grab his hands and we yank him up and then immediately it's like, get him down. L.A. 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 Let's go so that, you know, we can kind of blur the vision and just shuffle him to the back. Yeah. <laughs> just shuffle him quickly to the back. You know, we got to get him out of here because we know. And then, of course, immediately security's coming down and trying to find them because if you if you've bought a ticket to a stadium they have a camera on you they can see you um and we were able to get them out safely and get them back home and that story is legend and that story yeah and the story is legend i mean uh, you know i miss my boy this is what happens this is this is what away away days you get these legendary legendary stories good fun stories and then stories that last forever yeah forever and the beauty is like he lived yeah it's fine it's good he's you know he's he's gonna be okay he's he's uh, he's still fine now. He still will occasionally go away if necessary. You know, I think. Um, it was a dangerous day though. That was. We really took care was. of him. Yep. He, he got. That he thing made is, it home. you will be. You will be taken care you, of. We will always take care always of you. Take We're not of. liable, but he will. Uh, will always take care of you. So again, if you do, if you find that to be, you know, your fun and you want to experience that, uh, you can come with us. You know, so you have until May nineteenth to buy a seat, or unless you know they're sold out uh, but you can go to lariotsquad.org mm-hmm. under the store button on the top uh, you'll see you scroll over that and you'll see a uh, bus package nice. go to that pay for the bus package um, tickets will be dist- I forgot to say the tickets to the game are going to be distributed at the bar that we're going to be at pregame okay so you will get tickets then so you don't have to worry about it so you don't, have to worry, don't about worry about, about losing there. it don't worry yeah, about not being you able don't to get in any of that. but yes it's these are these are super fun days yeah. I, I always look forward to doing this uh, even if our team is shitty, it's it's you're hanging out with people that are like minded and have fun. Yeah, remember know? Munoz doing keg stands? In the, yes, in, people in the have back done, of a bus. People have done on a moving bus. On a moving stands. bus, ninety something degrees, doing keg stands of Guinness. Yeah, amazing. Like amazing. Had a good old time. Amazing. All right, Chris, give them your socials, man. Uh, at zero cool one three eight Twitter's, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat's the whole deal. You can find me at Ed the Zombie thirteen on Instagram and Twitter. 
please, you can also follow us on Twitter at Riot Squadcast. I'm going to burp again. Sorry. At Riot Squadcast, or you can email us at riotsquadcast at gmail.com. Um, and you can give us leave us voicemails. Yeah. Chris, you want to give them the phone number? You can call and leave us a voicemail at 562-641-LARS. That's 562-641-5277. And then you can also uh, rate and review us on iTunes, please. Please. Five stars. Give us a review. Uh, give us more visibility. You and can also find Ben at DT Radio Ben on Twitter. Producer Ben, let's get him some get followers. Him Help yeah. him out. He's a good guy. On, man. Do Jesus it. Christ. Look at do this. it. Look at all the work he does for us for free. Because we're not going to pay him. We're not going to pay him. We're not going to pay him. We got to buy tickets to San Jose, bitches. So. Yeah, exactly. All right, man. Anything else you wanted to drop on these fools? I think I'm good. G2 got crushed again. Boy, yeah, we're Away to San Jose. Let's do it. Away to San Jose. Hey. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Thank Peace. You.